Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast that is the High on LAFC podcast with your favorite host, myself, Dylan Monroy, and my good friend, LAFC lover, fanatic, and soon-to-be father. Holy shit. (laughs) It's Jorge Martinez. Say hello. Yo, what's going on, everyone? What's going on, bro? Um, how you doing? How you been since last time we talked, bro? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, chilling, enjoying life. Living. Enjoying life as it goes. I mean, you know, I've uh, I, I guess, yeah, you know, enjoying life as it goes. It's ups and it's downs. Yeah, as well, as well, you know, I'm sure we'll cover throughout the, the course of this uh, podcast here. There's been a few ups and a few downs within the last few days, but you know, the the lows ain't so bad. Yeah. The lows ain't guess. so bad, I suppose, but those highs those highs that are coming soon mm-hmm. are also gonna oh, be yeah, yeah, yeah. here so definitely let's get into it bro because since the last time we talked um we had a game midweek on wednesday i believe it was uh now i'm forgetting because in the last podcast we mentioned that oh yeah the 3-0 win against Real Salt Lake oh yeah 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 we, we talked about that sorry oh no the Sporting Kansas City midweek game on Wednesday oh yeah no 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 yeah I don't think we yeah we didn't talk about that we one, haven't so. talked about that because as we were recording the last podcast that game was on that, at that game time. was actually on at that time mm-hmm. and well I mean that game I, I think that was a combination of like we didn't play our absolute best, and then Sporting KC came came to party, you know? Like they, they really did. They're kind of on this upward trend for Bro. them. It's only been, I think this is their third game where they get points because they were losing before, right? Yeah. They're second to last in the Western Conference. Yeah, like, so like they, they, they were last. Ten points. Right? They were yeah, last. Yeah, they were right? last. Now it's the LA Galaxy. Yeah. So Actually, we because, can all be happy of, about because that. they tied us, mm-hmm. that's why they're not last anymore. Uh, well, yeah. So uh, Galaxy currently has nine points to Kansas City's ten. So we actually took a hit on purpose. I think that ultimately that's what happened here, bro. Like we're like, you know what? It ain't so bad. Like let's do this and sink LA Galaxy. You think um, LAFC kind of did it take Sporting Kansas City seriously I kinda, in the midweek? Maybe. I think so. It kind of I kind of got that vibe. Uh, the team that we put out was relatively strong. It was. But, I mean, you got Dracupovic in goal. And I think he Is does deserve it. Is that necessarily a bad thing? No, I don't think that's a bad thing. And so I shouldn't say that. Like, I I, I don't say that in, in a bad way. You're right. Because it's not a bad thing. I think he's he's held his own. Like, you've seen what he can do. He's a keeper with experience. Right. Is he going to play every single game? Nah. But, like, you're playing the second to last place team. Why not? Like yeah, why not when, give him an when, when other when else is a good opportunity to, to get give him the go around, right? Yeah. So he he comes on or he's he's coming on here and he, you know, he's not he doesn't do so bad. Like it's it's easy to I feel like it's always easier to give a keeper a bad game than it is to give him a good game, right? So and then the squad other than that, I mean, rotated in there is Palantia Maldonado, which I'm not necessarily against. Maldonado is still kinda of growing on me. Mm-hmm. I, I think, think he's still, he's still like, verde, as they say. Yeah. Green. Like he's still adjusting to the MLS uh, like environment play style. and the play I style. mean, there's everything. You know, there's it's the country, the culture, the language, and the league that he's got to adapt to. And he's only been here for what, like, a few months now. A few months. That started season. Yeah. It was one of the last additions. 
so it's all good, you know. Sergio Valencia, I think he's he's been he's been okay too. I think he's done a, a decent job. Vela, I think this game was a little quiet and didn't do all that much. I mm. think, you know, it was a little while. It's like no remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you got your usual suspect here, Denny Buongo scoring. So that's um, I, bro. That's, he's the leading goal scorer in the MLS. This guy's MVP candidate. For sure, right now he's he has to be. He's the front runner. We're first in the West now. with twenty five points, dude. We we have like two games in hand, like two. We Insane. are doing phenomenal, and that's even after this tie uh, with Sporting Kansas City. So mm-hmm. it wasn't I mean, the end of the world. I'm glad it's never good to drop points at home, especially at home. No, but in a congested uh-huh. schedule, uh-huh. trying to keep like players. Uh, uh-huh away from injury with the CONCACAF Champions League, you know, in sight, like, it is what it is, and we have been able to afford mm-hmm. maybe this point loss, and, uh, well, we cool. got it back in yeah, the next game, at exactly. least. exactly, you know, and that's the thing, you know, we bounced back in the next game. Against the uh, San Jose Earthquakes on Saturday, where we, we won 2-1. to one. Like, a few weeks, two yeah, weeks like ago. like a month ago. Not even, dude, it was It was Cinco de Mayo weekend. Yeah, exactly, yeah. so... Just, just May not 6, like two, two, three weeks ago. So, this game was an entertaining game. Uh, a lot of things. It's, it's a one-one, but like, don't let that fool you. Or it was one-one for the longest time, I should say, for mm-hmm. for about ninety-one minutes. Or not, yeah, I mean, yeah, not about the entire time. <laughs> but like, you know, ninety-one minutes in, it's one-one. But it wasn't a boring game. There's a lot of attacking options on both ends. Like, I just, I almost feel like we just it was not our night. Stipe Buick, though, starting off, like, within the first two minutes of the game. Dude, this guy is lighting up the league. Like, wow. Um, I feel like we didn't know anything about him. We were mm-hmm. kind of, like, hoping. Well, he was, like, the, he was a golden boy under 20, like, prospect He, he was a prospect, right? but he was, like, like not the highest on the list, but he was on the list on the list. But... Um, he, we just knew he was a Croatian prospect that was rated really highly. Uh-huh. And now we're seeing him play. I like his dribbling ability. I like his confidence. He's still finishing, missing a finishing touch, I feel like. Just like Opoku is kind of refined mm-hmm. as the years have mm-hmm. gone on. Um, yeah, I and agree. Buk is really young. And he's still probably getting acclimated to the country, the language, MLS oh, as a course. whole. Yeah. So And I, he's doing this like... Dude, when you do, one thing is doing this when you're like 28, you know, you've done it. But like, I mean, could you imagine at 20 years old moving your, and he may have already moved a couple times like within Croatia, to, like, mm-hmm. you know, how like in the youth, within like youth academies, they can sometimes transfer and stuff. Yeah, but not an entire continent. No, could you imagine to uproot? <laughs> I mean, how old is he? He's 20, right? I believe he's... 19, I think. 19. I remember I studied abroad when I was 19 for two and a half months. And my, my he wife... He is 20. 20, okay. So I was 19 when I did... No, I was 20 when I did this. And my girlfriend, who's not, not my, now my wife, she was then my girlfriend at the time. Beautiful love story. Yeah. <laughs> it's very long. But, uh, yeah, we... I had her there, and that helped me. But I remember we were only there for two and a half months. Our program was a, a, a shorter one. But I remember towards the end of it, bro, like, I was homesick. And I talked to my family fairly often. And I was like, I want to go home. And I was I was there not alone. And it's not just people that, like, a, tra- a team that I transferred to and I have to make friends. Like, mm. we started the semester back home. 
and then so you got to know everyone so everyone's already friends and then in the middle of the semester we went there so like i had a whole like class of people you know like 20 odd people around me that i would hang out with and like we would all hang out you know so i already knew them and they would, we would all look out for each other but, and i had my girlfriend you know like mm-hmm. It was, like, I had it easy in terms of, like, getting around and, like, you know, like, okay, like, I'm not alone here. But even with all that, I still got homesick. So yeah, could you so imagine doing that at that age? It is a crazy thought, but mm-hmm. Buke is showing that he's confident and willing to try it. So yeah, I feel like he's yeah. doing, I feel like he's doing okay acclimating. It, I so. think so. I think... He's a year away. Yeah, I think yeah, me. yeah. I think next year, dude, we're gonna see. I'm not. I'm not. He's not gonna do. Or I could be wrong. You never know. Uh, but just you know, trying to be realistic or not. Just trying not to overhype him and stuff. But I don't think he'll be doing like Bwanga numbers. But like, I could totally see him like having a really good season. Like for sure, more than ten goals. Like, there's plenty of games and like mm-hmm. we, we see this guy scoring already. He's already scored a few times. Like. I think he's gonna continue that trend. Like he's he's getting more and more confident. So, and he's young. He's young. So he's, he's he's very young. From here, there's literally only one way to go, and that's up, man. I'm excited for him, and uh, well, I'm excited and happy that we won this game because Jorge, um, dude, yeah, <laughs> Carlos Vela gets the penalty in the 95th minute because. Uh, he was dribbling, going in, and it hits just barely the hands, mm-hmm. like almost he, as he, he was, almost as if he was dribbling a basketball. Yeah, you know, the defender. Unfortunately, and it prevented the ball from, um, I don't know, Continuous momentum. Path. Yeah, like the it path. obstructed the path of the ball. Dude, yeah. the crazy part is, is that like the hand, like. Mm. The defender was barely in the box, like his hand. He was. But it was clearly. It was clear. clearly in the box. Like there's no, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. But there was a but bar still, call, and the ref saw it, and it was instant. Right away, he was like handball. Yeah. It's just, it's unfortunate for the defender, yeah. and that's when the whole argument of ball to hand can come into play. But at the end of the day, like, it did obstruct the path of the ball, the flight of the ball, where it was her- where it was heading to. Like you said, it could have continued and bad luck could have like carried it in you know because mm-hmm. it was it's one of those where it was like bouncing forward right it was bouncing forward so it was gonna like land like at his foot or ankle area like Bella's ankle you know and, and it ended mm-hmm. up just like stopping or not like kind of bouncing back or the yeah. other way so it's unfortunate it's shitty but it is what it is PK is a PK and and we got the King W Carlos. man King do, Carlos do, do, do. of course um, always getting it done on the penalty side uh we know King Carlos Vela. Yeah, man, that was continuing his uh, his contributions to the to the squad. You know, being the the captain that he is. Um, so Jorge, now that we've kind of split the series with San Jose, who are our North California neighbors, um, what do you say? Is a rivalry a brewing? Uh, I mean, there's. <laughs> I, I think there's still. They're, they're obviously like being from California. Right. Yeah. But I think both teams equally dislike um, Galaxy. Yeah, that's true. You know what true. I mean? Like, they, they don't like Galaxy, and we don't like Galaxy. Because yeah. they, they always had their, like, you know, the California classic with them. Mm-hmm. And then ours is the LA, El, El Trafico. And, so they don't necessarily hate us yet. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't think they. I mean, I think they do. I don't think they like us. That's a good point. Because yeah. I don't think that. Well, I don't like them either. Nah, I don't dislike them. Nah, cute not, little stadium in San Jose. I'll dude, say. Honestly, man, I'm not gonna lie. What's it called? PayPal Park. PayPal Park. Yeah. That shit's badass. I like it. Yeah. I like the vibe, dude. I like the whole like. Let's go chill have at a the beer park, and... you know, like the whole at the park vibe that they yeah. have in the back with the food trucks. Like, oh man, as like a, as a father to be, like that would be the fucking best. Like, I would not want to have to be in a chair confined with my baby because it's. I'm thinking about it, man. The first few games are gonna be like rough with her because like you know, this this Good faces luck, are yeah. Thanks. I will man. not be coming with you those games anymore. Well, where are you gonna sit, dude? You sit well, right I mean, next I'll, to you. I'll sit right next to you, but like, as uh, in like driving with you and stuff. Uh, yeah. You can deal with that. Yeah, it's gonna be completely different. We'll see how all that works. Oh man. But yeah, dude, like there in the stadium, like it's it's a little tight, you know. Yeah. But like, if I were to Petco sit, Petco like, is very open. Yeah. I mean, like, not Petco. Sorry, PayPal. PayPal. Like I like how they had like you can go like I would just be there. I mean it would be a different experience right to watching the game, but as a family man, it, it's it's great. Well, now that we're, you know, we've mentioned the topic of Californian teams, you know, since we love tangents and it has some relativity to uh-huh. what's going on with LAFC because San Diego is getting Dude, their new MLS squad. I can't believe they did our dog Donovan like that, though. Bro, he was in a losing battle because he was with USL and he knows it. But his plan was always to get to the to MLS. He didn't get home. He didn't get homies with this guy, bro. They, they have a fucking trophy done. named after him, man. That's that sucks. That, that Landon Donovan MVP. Yeah, well, he's gonna have just, to adjust to it at some point, man. Dude, that there's a lot of teams in San Diego now. There's dude, four teams. Four teams. Or oh, three. Yeah, there's an NWSL team. Yeah, there's a USL team. There's a. USL team. I think I saw that there is. They like obscure team. sports like that, bro. I don't know, dude. I just, <laughs> I just think the in loyal, America soccer still is obscure. Yeah, you know? I it's mean, I think loyal, loyal, loyal would be. A, they deserved it. I think you know, like they already have the fan base and everything, and then they do this and shit. Like, especially with Landon and Donovan being like the head of that. I hope Landon Donovan is somehow involved. With nah, this I don't in think any he, way. I don't think he can be. Well, I don't know. Maybe they they find some sort of role. Um, but yeah, I think it's good hey. for San Diego. What? Away days. Oh, heck yeah. Trip to San Dude, Diego is that's where that's the night starts. For sure. <laughs> that's it happening. And Rosarito. Oh, you're right. Dude, something you need a place to stay? You're right. You can always go there. Dude, uh, man, I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah, San Diego, it's uh, starting, I believe, in 2025. So it's got like a couple years away. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because another California team within really two-hour cool. distance is going to be next to LAFC. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be... It feels it, congested. It's pretty cool. I, I'm not again. I, I think it's cool that there's going to be an MLS team there. Like, I think there's too many teams, but at this point, you know, like, we can't stop it. We might as well keep going. We just keep going. Las I'm Vegas just going to embrace it. Yeah, I'm, embra- I'm just embracing yeah. all it is for what it is. But I, what I think is it's, it, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm looking forward to, like, you know, going to games there, having another sort of, like, 
rivalry, if you will, or like you know, just another like competitive team for us to play. Like it'll be mm-hmm. cool. Like it'll be interesting to see how that team works or what the who the star will be. Who the star will be, the face of it, like the dynamic and everything. Considering that they're you know like on the border and everything, and what that means, like you know, there's Cholos. Means, like means but Tijuana's this, gonna suck even more. Yeah, because I mean, there's I mean, where do you, you want to live, Tijuana or, or San Diego? Well, think about it. Like now in San Diego, <laughs> before you didn't have options. Like people would go, like Brandon Vasquez, for mm-hmm. example. He played it in the, the Cholos Academy, Academy and he had for some time. Border every day. Yeah, so that's that's insane. But yeah. now, if you don't want to San Diego, you can. See, there's a path through the various clubs teams, and that now they have a path to like the USL. So you mm-hmm. can go that route, or you can go the pro route too, as well. And then there's still college. Yeah, with San Diego, an there's the two colleges there. Well, good for them. Um, hopefully, they start sucking and they don't bring anybody like Messi or anything. You know, hopefully. Dang, what if they do get Messi? Dude, that would be so cool. I'd move to San Diego. No, you could just drive there. No, I'd move would there. You, would you switch? No, bro, you can't do that. I'd do both. You can't do that. You can't I'd double I'd just dip. live over there. <laughs> Damn, dog. Actually, you know, to be full disclosure, I love San Diego. San Diego's pretty cool. It's got anyway, a different vibe. Fuck. We're talking about it too much. L.A. L.A., dog. Ho dads. Ho All right. If you guys want to go to a burger place in downtown San Diego that... Is an oversized giant burger, but it's pretty good. Hodes. It's an absolute necessity in Go your for life. It. Especially if you're coming back drunk Hodes. from TJ. Um, next up, we're going to talk about last night's game, um, the U.S. Open Cup match with the Galaxy, where you and I were trying to think last week, is Toronto Lowe going to play the second team? And we were both, based off of what he did this lot, like in the Monterey Bay mm-hmm. team, how could you... I feel like when he came out and he did that, LSU was making a statement. I think so. It was like, we're, and we're going Because if they back out now, it's just kind of like, like, oh, so you're not going to give these kids opportunities mm-hmm. now? Like, you're just like... It's kind of like, I felt... In a way, I, I, I almost kind of felt like it would be disrespectful to the kids to all of a sudden, it's like... Well, you guys can play the easy games, but the games... Oh, no, 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 yeah. no, you guys aren't good enough. It's kind of disrespectful to them. Like, they earned they earned the right to play against Monterey Bay. They earned the right to play uh, against LA Galaxy. And, yeah, granted, this time there were some bigger names there. Mm-hmm. But I, we talked about this, and this is kind of what we had. We thought, we were like, well, there's no way that we would feel the same team that played Monterey Bay. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. But it's still going to be the fringe players or the players that don't always get to start. Right. And we saw some like names that I'm glad we got to see. We saw Bogush, we saw Buick, we saw Apoku, we saw um, I believe Chris that Otomo. was it. I mean, but Chris Otomo, Duenas, those yeah. guys are like part of the bench, the bench or like yeah. the deep bench but it's like those guys got team. to play like to start which is I'm glad like I know we you know we talked about it and yeah these these our academy guys they're keep in mind our academy is very young too like these are our yeah. first guys like so it's everything is very green about our team still we, we gotta think about that in terms of our development mm-hmm. uh, but you mentioned yeah they're, they're, our, our guys look really small and still like you know got some grind to do and it's true and you, you definitely saw it and we'll, we'll get to it you saw it towards the end of this game as well right but the first half the first like 50 or so minutes you know like they were they were taking it to them dude I, 
you know, after watching it, I feel like the kids were really going at Galaxy. They were confident. They were, I felt like it was going back and forth. And bear in mind, this is a Galaxy team that has, has Ricky Pooch on the field with Chicharito Hernandez. They like, have they, Martin Cáceres. Right. The, yeah, the guy that played for Juve and Barcelona, Martin Cáceres. Yeah, Cáceres, they had Raheem Edwards on the pitch. Like, these they guys had Klinsman. their starting lineup they started of their their, in and out like of their league. You know, so this Galaxy, although is doing terrible in league right now, last in the Western Conference, they were still going to be a more uh, experienced team than our second mm-hmm. team. And, you know, to their credit, LAFC did play really well up until, like, I believe, like 60 minutes. And then I just felt like the professionalness of the, the fact that you have Galaxy players being full-fledged professionals versus, like, LAFC's, you know, C-team, potentially, mm-hmm. being, like, younger. They don't have that that conditioning, I felt. And it showed at the end that they didn't have the energy to go forward anymore mm-hmm. because they were taking on a lot, and Pooch just ripped them apart at some point. Completely destroyed them. And, I'm not going to lie. And I just feel like he was picking... Pooch was picking them apart on passes day, like the entire match. He showed, and it's crazy because Pooch himself is a player that's not that much older than a lot of these guys. Like, but he's but like you can see the like you can see. Yeah, I'm still a little bit reserved. I don't know, but I I guess you're right because like I'll admit, dude, he plays a way that's like miles ahead of. Yeah, no, you're right. Like the way that he plays, it's it's different than any other center mids that you see. uh, in the um, in the MLS, I, I think it, it it goes to show like you know the, what we've mentioned before about play these players that come to Europe from Europe from European academies. There's just something mm-hmm. a little bit different about the the style of play. There's more intensity, more precision in a way. It's more yeah. of uh, I just feel like from a very young age they focus on the technical and the IQ, whereas here they focus on the fundamentals mm-hmm. and then from there the athleticism. Right, and I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but this I feel is like just athleticism is promoted a lot mm-hmm. in the states here, versus I, in Europe. I feel like it's more technical. And we have players like actually, I think we've talked about it. I'm, well, you and I have talked about it before. I know for sure. I don't know what we talked about it on this podcast, but like you have a former pro with Eddie Johnson who mm-hmm. has like this academy, which is dedicated pretty much to teaching kids how to dribble, and right. like it's. It shows the difference, like when you know how to, you don't have to be someone. I'm not saying you have to absolutely like take on everyone, but when you are a good dribbler, you think of everything like a little bit quicker. You know what I like mean? Like mm-hmm. you're not not that you on, only dribblers can do this, but you're you're fast with your feet. You're quick with those mm-hmm. little like that little like we've all played against those players that are smart and keen. You know, like they're just they do that like extra toe tap. And that extra toe tap that you would never have thought of, like within the same stride, yeah. puts the pushes the ball just a little bit more, and you're just like, oh shit, now I can't get it. It's like those little extra, like, like those movements, like, like oh, when you would think, oh, in order for me to get comfortable, I gotta put this on my strong foot. Dope on their weak foot, they'll hit it, mm-hmm. and you're just like, or you know, or without thinking about it, like where whereas our players may like like want to set it up even better perfect make it like it's like oh it's on my mm-hmm. weak foot so I gotta set it up right nope there's no thinking about it they're just gonna go for it and like that's the thing that these kind of players have there's like that like 
And Pooch has that shit. Yeah, and he does, dude. And then his passes, dude. His passes are fantastic. Like, I can't. I gotta give him his flowers. I gotta give him his flowers, but then I gotta burn them because yeah. that's a so if you didn't hear. <laughs> if you didn't hear, um, Jorge brought this to my attention that I guess uh, there was an interview going on with Ricky Pooch. Mm-hmm. And as... As the interview was going on, Kilini walks out and yells "Bayaso!" Uh huh. Really loud. And I saw the video and I thought, like, "Whoa, Giorgio Kilini, 38-year-old Italian mm-hmm. Euro Cup winner, Juve legend, has bought into LAFC so much that he's talking smack on the Galaxy." I love it, and he didn't even play in the game. I know he didn't even play, <laughs> so and, and I like that. We and like what I was telling you earlier is that shows that you know like he could easily be one of those senior guys there. That's just like, oh, I didn't play, so I don't really care. Whatever, I'm not taking it personally. He did do it to me and blah blah blah. But now nah, he's going out. He's leaving the stadium. And as he's leaving the stadium, mm-hmm. he's calling him a clown. And he's kind of like, in a way standing up for his his academy guys right because the players in that goal that he scored they were all are, academy players. they were all the academy players and and it showed it showed like he it did. he i'm not gonna lie like he, he ripped them apart he ripped them apart but, but that's not necessarily on them they're still learning they're still they're, learning they're young and then to me this was it wasn't even Kids. the goal Hack, he scored the goal and just kind of walked away with a simple Whatever. celebration but instead, he pulls out the messy celebration, taking his like, jersey no. off, pointing it to the 32-52, like being a payaso, a clown. Mm-hmm. Like, you you just dominated, like, players who are not at your caliber. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not at your caliber. Dude, some of those, like, guys were, like, 17, 18. I mean, granted, Pooch is, like, 21, 2021. Yeah. But it's just older. the different kind of skill level that he is compared mm-hmm. to these guys. And, I mean, I just feel like in the U.S. Open Cup, when they're last in the Western Conference in the MLS, like, come on. It wasn't the moment, like you said. Mm-hmm. Know the context. Exactly. Like, it's not... Yeah. If it was... You know, if even if, if this was maybe even a semifinal in the Open Cup, maybe it's a little different. You know, but, like... Come on, man. It's a like, Tuesday game. It's a Tuesday night. You're playing against, like, kids. Like, you know this. You yeah. are fielding your strongest player. First of all, like, they're going toe-to-toe with you guys, like, giving it to you. And you're finally able to break through here. And then it's just, like, it, it's... You celebrate it, like, as if... Like, as if was, you've won the Champions League or yeah, something. Yeah, like... Or you're on to the Champions League final. Like, I felt like it was silly, but... That that celebration, that, uh-huh. like, it becomes so iconic because the GOAT, Messi, did it. Right. Where did he do it? In the Bernabeu. hmm In a huge, like, not that, like, BMO isn't a huge, like, stadium fortress here in, in MLS, but I'm just saying, like... Of course it is. It, it was... The context of that celebration yeah. was much different. Like, yeah... You could do that, right? Like, you know, because, you know, if you want to switch it to here, that that kind of works. Barca and yeah. Madrid, cool. LAFC. Uh, and, I mean, I already call thing El Tropico. It's, it's game, too much. It's not. In, if he would have done that at the Rose, do it at the fucking Rose Bowl. It, had he done that at Rose Bowl, I would have been really annoyed, but that would have made but more sense. But I would have been like, all right, well, I mean, you this just. Is, you're presenting it to, like, potentially 60,000 people. Yeah, like, I, I get it there. Yeah. 
you know, but this is against like this, like the BC team, you know, like against kids, academy guys. Like, don't, don't, don't do yeah. that. Like, by Yasso. Chip by And well, bro, what do we got look? What do we got the this weekend? What do we got this weekend? Let's see here. LFC are playing. Are we playing this weekend? I don't think we are. I don't think we are. What? Payaso. Damn. Thanks, bro. Well, LAFC's next game will be the... I think it's the Champions League. The Champions League. The Concacaf Champions League. So, with that being said... um, That's on Wednesday. Next Wednesday. That's on Wednesday. So, I say uh, we have a podcast... Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, we'll probably do something a little early for you guys. So we a little can preview and talk about the games. Talk to expect. A big podcast on just the Concacaf Champions League preview before um, the game, the first leg in Leon on Wednesday, May thirty first, seven p.m. Y'all. Damn, that's gonna be good. That's gonna be great. Um, all right. Well, that just about sums it up about for me. Wraps it up for me as well, brother. All right, guys, I hope you have enjoyed this podcast this week, and we look forward forward to talking to you guys next week. Later, Peace skaters. out.